Our attention to the New Testament. Our reading today will be in the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. It was a fellow by the name of Epaphras, one of Paul's converts, who founded the church in Colossae. Paul had never been there personally. While imprisoned in Rome, Paul heard that false doctrines were being introduced in the church, so he wrote this letter to warn the believers and to establish them in their faith. In Colossians 1, we see the hope before you. These people were going to heaven. They had heard the word and trusted the Savior, and they had given evidence of their faith by their love for God and God's people. So God qualified them. They did not save themselves. We'll read about the hope beneath you. Hope is a foundation on which you stand when all else around you is shaking. The city of Colossae was located in an earthquake area, so Paul's admonition was especially meaningful to them. The false teaching and the false teachers wanted the saints to shift their foundation, but Paul pointed the church to Jesus Christ as Savior, and to the eternal God, Creator, and to the head of the church. What a perfect foundation for your hope. Your hope is placed in uh, the right foundation. And then we'll read about the hope within you. You know, heaven is more than a destination. It is a motivation because Christ lives within. It is a living hope that affects how we think and act all day long. Because Christ is within us, we need not fear what is ahead. And now, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. October 4th. Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. This letter is from Paul, chosen by God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and from our brother Timothy. It is written to God's holy people in the city of Colossae, who are faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. May God our Father give you grace and peace. We always pray for you, and we give thanks to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, For we have heard that you trust in Christ Jesus, and that you love all of God's people. You do this because you're looking forward to the joys of heaven, as you have been ever since you first heard the truth of the good news. This same good news that came to you is going out all over the world. It is changing lives everywhere, just as it changed yours that very first day you heard and understood the truth about God's great kindness to sinners. Epaphras, our much-loved co-worker, was the one who brought you the good news. He is Christ's faithful servant, and he is helping us in your place. He is the one who told us about the great love for others that the Holy Spirit has given you. So we've continued praying for you ever since we first heard about you. We ask God, to give you a complete understanding of what He wants to do in your lives, and we ask Him to make you wise with spiritual wisdom. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord, and you will continually do good, kind things for others. All the while, you will learn to know God better and better. We also pray that you will be strengthened with His glorious power, so that you will have all the patience and endurance you need. May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father, who has enabled you to share the inheritance that belongs to God's holy people, who live in the light. 
for he has rescued us from the one who rules in the kingdom of darkness, and he has brought us into the kingdom of his dear Son. God has purchased our freedom with his blood, and has forgiven all our sins. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before God made anything at all, and is supreme over all creation. Christ is the one through whom God created everything in heaven and earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, kings, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities. Everything has been created through Him and for Him. He existed before everything else began, and He holds all creation together. Morning, everybody. This is Seth Johnson. I'm here with Steve Nichols, getting ready to uh, launch out and back into the community. Sitting over here at Braille House, uh, just going to take some time in community with him and uh, ask a few questions. So, Steve-O, uh, what is the verse that you would say that you could take from this whole process? Um, the verse I would take from this process, or that got me through this process, would be the one that's tatted on my arm. <laughs> Uh, it's Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, and the reason behind it is because I can do all things. And, and uh, before I realized that, uh, man, it's a dark place. And uh, now that I know it, I can go into situations and uh, defeat them beside Jesus Christ. Amen, man. That's super encouraging. So with that being said, um, just if you were to reflect back on your time here over these 13 months, what what is uh, one highlight, like maybe a, a favorite memory of yours, and uh, also a situation to where you had to apply that verse? Like what is something that you had to struggle with, uh, combat with, and overcome, and how did you do that? Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and go with the one thing that I struggled with while I was here. I think it was... Uh, a large speed bump and it was but it follows up with the, the the best memory I have with the refuge as far as uh, perseverance goes and and just the brotherhood so back in second phase uh, my grandfather passed away and this man he raised me he told me the good morals to life and uh, when he passed away I mean I was heartbroken um, I wanted to leave ultimately but then comes the best memory uh but to get over that was like perseverance obviously in brotherhood you know what i mean yeah. um but one of the greatest memories to help me to get through that to understand that i'm gonna need to persevere through this i'm gonna need to be stronger for my family um was i was about ready to throw in the towel and i was upstairs you know on the third floor of uh third phase building and um yeah, brother comes up, uh, comes up to me and he's like, hey man, can we see you outside? Or can I see you outside? Uh, person I'm talking of is Evan D'Angelo. Uh, I love you brother, if you're, if you're hearing this this morning. Um, he said come outside and when I went outside there was just a, a group of brothers just willing to pray with me. <laughs> and to pray over me and pray about the situation and at that moment I knew I was in a good place uh, and then I continued on 
by making another commitment to my grandpa that I'm going to finish this. That's pretty powerful, man. Like it just goes to show that you know how much love is here and the power of prayer. It can really genuinely overcome anything. So getting ready to launch uh, here, what's something that you could just encourage everybody with? You know, just kind of an overall uh, theme that you could say to to continue to go back to uh, as they encounter their own struggles and, and maybe something that can uh, just cast some vision as you're getting ready to to leave here. Um, I would say perseverance, uh, walk by faith, um, just trust that Jesus got you. Uh, your prayers don't go unanswered, uh, and his, his promises are fulfilled. Um, it's a miracle that I'm still here today, and it's a miracle that I got through this. Uh, we're walking through his miracle right now. And so if you're going through a hard time, I'll just say persevere and uh, look to Jesus for the answer. Uh, lean on the brothers. Those are tools that God has given you to persevere through the situation that you're going through in your life right now. So that's that's the advice I have for you. Just just keep it narrow and uh, don't let anything get to to you to a point where you want to leave. And if you do hit hit your knees and start praying, um, I'm telling you, it works. Uh, and always, always, always die to self in the morning and, and really give that moment to God. Uh, he comes first in our lives, most importantly. Dude, I appreciate your time. Um, thank you for just being faithful to your commitment here. And uh, I really liked where you said, you know, we're walking through our miracle right now. That, that hit home to me. So I love you, man, and best of luck to you. God bless. Psalm 76, verses 1 through 12. God is to be praised. We don't know what military victory is celebrated here in this psalm, but it brought great glory to the Lord the enemy's fortresses, soldiers, and equipment were unable to stand before the Lord of hosts. It is encouraging to know that God is for us in the battles of life. Next, God is to be feared. Man's fury does not frighten God at all. In fact, he uses it to bring himself glory like a woman wearing a special garment. God is long-suffering, but one day he'll rise up to judge the wicked. Meanwhile, His people must also fear Him and be faithful to keep their vows to Him. Never trifle with God. It was Thomas Carlyle who wrote, Judgment for an evil thing is many times delayed some day or two, some century or two, but it is sure as life, it is sure as death. God's judgment will come. Psalm 76, verses 1 through 12, for the choir director, a psalm of Asaph to be accompanied by stringed instruments, a song. God is well known in Judah. His name is great in Israel. Jerusalem is where he lives. Mount Zion is his home. There he breaks the arrows of the enemy, the shields and swords and weapons of his foes. You are glorious and more majestic than the everlasting mountains. The mightiest of our enemies have been plundered. They lie before us in the sleep of death. No warrior could lift a hand against us. When you rebuked them, O God of Jacob, their horses and chariots stood still. No wonder you are greatly feared. Who can stand before you? 
when your anger explodes. From heaven you sentenced your enemies. The earth trembled and stood silent before you. You stand up to judge those who do evil, O God, and to rescue the oppressed of the earth. Human opposition only enhances your glory, for you use it as a sword of judgment. Make vows to the Lord your God and fulfill them. Let everyone bring tribute to the Awesome One, for He breaks the spirit of princes and is feared by the kings of the earth. Proverbs 24, verses 21 and 22 My child, fear the Lord and the King, and don't associate with rebels, for you will go down with them to sudden disaster. Who knows where the punishment from the Lord and the King will end?